the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is not only Friday Eve. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. But I'm also thanking Jesus because I got my man back with me tonight. No need to waste any further time. He's back by popular demand. It's DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. A warm welcome back home. Yeah, thank you, Mr. President. Always nice to just take a couple of days off, recharge the batteries, put the bacon bits and chives back on. I'm geared to go. All right. I'm glad you had a couple of days to recharge and uh, get a few of the hairs cut uh, on your head. I did. A, a real haircut. You did. You got a haircut, nice little neck massage and, and all that. Uh, glad to have you back with me because things are just breaking tonight and... Uh, we got we got lots to talk about with you, my friend, and we want to hear from you out there as well. 888-344-1170. I am Andrea K. Dynamite in a dress, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and my jeans here tonight because somebody left me a little donut package when I came into the studio. Thanks, tonight. Cameron. Yeah, thank you, Cameron, for leaving me a little donut. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. We are streaming live right now on the Answer San Diego. Facebook page. I'm on Instagram at Andrea K. 888-344-1170. Wow. Uh, there is so much insanity going on. I don't even know which story to start with. So oh, I'm, start with Flynn because you, you, you piqued my curiosity and I have not heard. Yes. And, you know, you haven't heard because it, it's at the point, particularly when we're 40 days away from an election, it's more important uh, almost to know what news they're not reporting on versus what stories they are reporting on all day long it has been well past the point of the breaking news thanks to a sydney powell memo to me gotta text sydney to get her back on the show and even after the breaking news all we heard about all day long if you turn on any media outlet even the ones that pretend to be that are still continuing continuing to pretend to be conservative you heard trump trump said he's not going to accept there will be no peaceful transition so tired of power it was a bunch of uh, of bupkas meanwhile we find out that with the help of christopher ray Trump's appointee, the FBI director who has been obstructing justice and should be charged with this obstruction of justice all these years later. What, three years? Four, how long have we, has this been going on against General Flynn? Oh, uh, since uh, they've been targeting him since before Trump was inaugurated. And we are just now, Sidney Powell is just now getting, getting evidence that proves 
that what they were involved in was so uh, illegal that they actually get this tater skins. The agents involved. And these are 40 pages of text messages and emails that have come out involving all your favorite characters, Strzok, Page, McCabe, etc. They took out insurance policies, potato skins. Wow. Took out insurance policies. They were so concerned about potentially illegal behavior that they purchased liability insurance less than two weeks before Trump's inauguration. All I want to do is laugh on that. But Well, think about that, though. Think about the fact that they took out insurance policies and we still don't have we still don't have any let me, let me find the text messages for you guys we no nobody's been charged nobody nobody's been charged with, with a crime so far we here here's the text we all went and purchased professional liability insurance one agent text and this is on january 10 2017 the same day that cnn leaked details uh, that uh, President-elect Trump had been briefed by Comey about the bogus Christopher Steele dossier. Holy crap, an agent responded. All the analysts, too? Yep. All the folks. All the folks at the agency as well. This entire CIA, everybody involved in the CIA took out insurance policies. Can I ask who were the most likely litigators as far as potentially suing y'all? He goes, ha ha, who knows? I think the concern when we got it was that there was a big leak at DOJ and the New York Times, among others, was going to do a piece. So they took out an insurance policy because they illegally leaked information to the media. Well, you know what? Comey leaked information, classified information. Nobody. This is a crime. That's why they took out professional liability insurance. You tell me, A.G. Barr, why nobody's been charged yet. I've had it. There's more. Um, they went on to say that, and I quote, the new A.G., when in, in continuing the discussion about who might come after them and why they needed this liability insurance, yeah, here's we're going to get a chuckle. The new A.G. might have some questions, and then yada, 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 they actually typed yada, 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 <laughs> we all get screwed. Well, you know, that's where they're, they're wrong, because, you know, they ain't got screwed yet. The only people who've been screwed are the voters, a, a, a hero, general. Yeah, I can't believe this whole President thing is not Trump, in the rearview mirror. It, 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 it should be in the rearview mirror with, with Comey, Strzok, McCabe, Brennan, all the rest of them. Sally Yates for the unmasking. All the rest of them should have already been indicted and prosecuted. That we had this kind of coup attempt going on. We had targeting of a general. Oh, let, let me get more. Uh, you know, they, then because after the AG thing, it wasn't long after this they went after and put the pressure on Sessions to recuse himself. And, of course, him being the dumb, bumbling, dumb idiot that he was, he went along with it. But you know what? Hey, you know, Barr hasn't done anything to hold anybody accountable either. When Comey was recommended for charges because he leaked classified information, Barr didn't indict him. Andrew McCabe is still on the talk show circuit, still writing books after charges were recommended that he lied and the course of an investigation was fired. There's no excuse for why General Flynn still is being persecuted by the United States government and currently right now by a judge who in the circuit court is letting him get away with it. Continue the persecution of a general. It goes, it goes even longer, though. Uh, there's text messages uh, that show uh, that it, what they did... 
I, I don't have time to get into all of it. Um, and, and they, they knew that there wasn't anything on Flynn. So there was a decision made to close, uh, Razor, which was the name of the operation against Flynn. And then as an excuse, as a pretext, uh, by the FBI leadership to buy more time to find dirt on Flynn, they decided to use something called national security letters to spy on Flynn's finances. And these are, these are important to note because they're not like traditional subpoenas, which require judicial review and approval before authorities. That, and this whole thing, was labeled an intelligence, a national security investigation, so that they would not have to follow proper criminal procedures. They didn't have to have the same, they didn't have to go through the same requirements of probable cause in order to spy. But it's still illegal. What they did was illegal. And then there's actually text messages joking about how these NSLs aren't really going to reveal anything, and it was nothing but buying them time, keeping it open. You know, now that all this is, is out there, they they need to be locked away tomorrow. Yeah, and you know what? Including Christopher Ray, and if AG Barr and uh, somebody said today we're now within forty days, and so if AG Barr does come out with anything, it's going to look political. I don't care how it looks. I don't care that's that it looks facts. political. Uh, yeah, I don't care that it looks political. How about AG Barr having the guts of Dan- Daniel Cameron, the attorney general from Kentucky yesterday, and came out and stood before the public and said, I, you know, right now everybody's trying to divide us, trying to get us to choose a side. I'm going to choose the side of justice and the side of truth. That's all Attorney General Barr needs to be following right now. Instead, he is nothing but a deep, and I said this the minute his name was mentioned to replace Jeff Sessions. He has proven that he is nothing but another deep state establishment hack who's doing all he can to try to write a fence post to make it look like he's going to hold people accountable. And then what he's ultimately going to do is come back and say there were errors in judgment and there were people that behaved unethically, but it's not necessarily a crime. I guarantee to you that's what's going to happen because there is no excuse. Is this explosive? Absolutely. I haven't even gotten even to the juicy stuff. But there's no reason why there were not already indictments. There's absolutely no excuse for this, Attorney General Barr. I'm going to take a break. We come back. I'm going to pick this up on the other side. I would love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. We're also going to talk a little bit more, if I have time, about uh, this as well as um, update on what happened in Louisville. And then at the bottom half of the hour, we got Matt Boyle from Breitbart's going to be back. Uh, I, and hopefully he's going to have some information. Us. Florida, man, is go- it's getting crazy down in Florida with Bloomberg trying to buy votes and new legislation regarding mail-in ballots. I mean, Florida is where it's at right now. So we're going to talk about that later with Matt Boyle. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. And of course, I'm always glad to have my, my guest with me now. I told y'all he was at the bottom of the hour, but good news, he's joining me now. You don't have to wait till 6.30 to hear from Matt Bull from Breitbart. Hey, Matt, welcome back to the show. Always a pleasure, Andrea. Thanks for having me again. Okay, well, um, I don't know if, I mean, things are just gone so crazy between everything happened in Louisville and the Breonna Taylor case and, you know, on on top of 
uh, everybody hysterical today about President Trump supposedly not accepting a peaceful transfer of power. We got Bloomberg trying to buy Florida. I guess all of that has just uh, made it to where people don't care about the fact that we've got 40 pages of emails and text messages um, of which um, it's, you know, they the agents involved in what went on with the targeting of Flynn and, and beyond was so illegal that they took out insurance policies. Have you had a chance to hear about that story today? Yeah, I've been following it very closely. We've already done several stories on Breitbart about this, uh, mm-hmm. these filings and by Sidney Powell, Michael Flynn's lawyer. Uh, it's, pro- it's proof that not only did they know what they were doing was wrong, that they knew that Trump was right, and they knew that they were so wrong and, and do- what they were doing was so bad that they actually hired uh, personal liability insurance and tar- attorneys. It's, uh, you know, I mean, for FBI agents to do that, they know they screwed up and they knew it from the beginning. This was, these are from before Donald Trump was inaugurated. So this is like in the immediate aftermath of the 2016 election, right before the inauguration. These guys knew that the whole thing was a setup and that Trump was right. And they knew it so much so that they all went and lawyered up wow. proactively. Because yeah. it's, it's unbelievable, right? Like, so, look, I mean, there needs to clearly be. Uh, criminal actions, you know, indictments, et cetera, taken in this case. Uh, I, I hope that there's there's things coming. I hope that the Durham investigation moves faster than it has been. I know there there have been some actions taken by the Durham investigation, but uh, uh, and I know the Justice Department under Attorney General Barr, they've done some stuff on this, but I mean they got to move faster here, right? I mean this was an attempted coup by deep state people who uh, were unelected, who tried to stop the duly elected president of the United States with false information uh, and uh, to smear him and try to take him down. Now, President Trump is the strongest person I know. If anybody mm-hmm. can power through this, it's him. But, um, but the, And he has power through it the other end. I mean, he survived an impeachment. He survived a, uh, a coup attempt by the FBI uh, and in the deep state. And now he's surviving a pandemic. And look, he's in the lead in all the battleground states. Look around the country right now. You look at Florida. I heard you talking about it before the break there. He's at, he's up four now in Florida, according to the latest ABC News Washington Post poll. Uh, I mean, if Trump isn't uh, the most resilient person out I mean, Trump has got to be the most resilient person out there. That uh, You know, it's, it's absolutely unbelievable how much he's taken and that he's still in the game. Well, absolutely. We're talking to Matt Boyle from Breitbart News. And uh, yeah, he wasn't supposed to still be here at this point. They did every you you left out the whistleblower, you know, Colonel Chow Thief and his whistleblower, uh, which led to the impeachment with Eric Chimarella that that he used to fill out the whistleblower thing. I mean, Trump was supposed to be in in a corner eating his gnawing on his toenails at this point. He wasn't still supposed to be here. Uh, you know, and that's why the Democrats had to scramble and put up what Rush Limbaugh referred to as a mummy today uh, to, to, to run for the for the Democrats. I want to make sure everybody listening, in case they haven't had a chance to read the article, know what you meant when you talked about uh, Trump being right. Um, first of all, uh, Trump was vindicated back when he tweeted that uh, he was wiretapped and listened to in his campaign. Mm-hmm. He was vindicated for that. He tweeted out um, on January 3rd, the intelligence briefing on so-called Russian hacking was delayed until Friday. Perhaps more time needed to build a case, Trump tweeted. 
Uh, and that is what um, the, the agents said. Um, excuse me for my, my swearing here. Jesus, an agent, wrote, Trump was white, right. Still not put together. Why do, we, why do we do this to ourselves? That's the end of a string of, of, of text messages, one of which says, what's the word on how Obama's briefing went? Referring to the January 5 meeting. Don't know, but people here are scrambling for info to support certain things, and it's a madhouse. So this goes all the way to Obama, doesn't it, Matt Boyle? Uh, it appears to, yes, and it appears that Joe Biden was personally involved. He was in the room for a lot of these decisions and a lot of other senior people. And if you want to know why your news networks, your media outlets out there are not covering the story and they're, uh, and they're actually actively covering up all this stuff, it's because two of the other senior most people who were in the room for a lot of this stuff, James Clapper and John Brennan, right, like the director of national intelligence and the uh, former CIA director, uh, went to go work at CNN and MSNBC, uh, uh, respectively, right? So they're, yeah. they've got a clamp down on CNN and MSNBC. They're not covering the news. You want to know why? Uh, so look, everybody who works at CNN right now and everybody who works at MSNBC uh, and elsewhere throughout the establishment media are part of an intelligence community up uh, against the uh, – These are, they're, they're part of spook ops against President Trump. I mean, right. it's really that simple. In fact – Uh, I would argue that the real conspiracy theorists here are the people at the establishment media outlets who refuse to cover this story. They refuse to talk about this. They made their minds up on their narrative, and they went with the fake narrative from the the get-go. We now have incontrovertible proof that President Trump was set up and that that all the people around him, like General Flynn, etc., that this was all a setup. But look, here's the thing. This isn't a spy movie. This isn't a, a novel. This isn't a video game. This is real life. This right. is real people's lives. This is real people's jobs. This is real, uh, you know, uh, life and death. It's the commander in chief of the United States. These people need to be held accountable. Uh, and there needs to, heads need to roll here. I mean, well, there yeah. needs to be accountability. Yeah, Matt Boyle, this is, this is like banana republic kind of stuff. This isn't supposed to be yeah. happening in the United States of America, where the top law enforcement agency of the land and our intelligence community are targeting American citizens for their politics and seeking to destroy them personally, professionally, financially, and criminally. This cannot stand in this country. And I want to see Christopher Ray's head rolling as well. And I, and there's, uh, I haven't even had a chance to report on it, but, uh, there's some people speculating the rumors are out that, uh, Sidney Powell is up for that Christopher Ray's on his way out. The Trump's waiting until after the election. And Sidney Powell is one of the names uh, that has been bandied about. And I think, I think the way Sidney responded was, well, that's going to cause some people uh, just that just that speculation is going to cause some people to have some dry cleaning bills because let me tell you sydney will go to town okay she will not be afraid to to uh, drain the swamp and clean out that that uh that drain there um i do want to shift gears while i've got you because you you know um really what's happening across the country in the election and you gave such good news to everybody last week that because a lot of people are starting to get um, no, I don't want to say down a little bit, but the, but the, the fact that nobody's been held accountable yet has kind of made some conservatives go, you know, not want to throw their hands up, but feel a little, you know, um, I, don't, I can't think of the word I'm trying to find, um, a little down necessarily. Um, 
but I, I think we have reason to believe when the left is going after Trump today, he's refusing to accept, you know, the the outcome. And he's he's acting as though there's not going to be a, tr- a peaceful transition of power. Um, they know that well, there's he, not going to need to be a peaceful transition of exactly. power because President Trump's going to win reelection. So we don't this is a this is an exercise in a, uh, a hypothetical that will not happen. So uh, the way it stands right now, President Trump is on target to win re-election. So he's doing better in all the battleground states than he was in 2016 at this stage of the election. Uh, He's leading in Florida. He's leading in uh, Ohio. He's leading in North Carolina. He's leading in Iowa. New poll out today from Monmouth University. He's taking a commanding lead there, six points. Uh, He's leading in Nevada, according to a survey monkey poll earlier today. Uh, He's leading in uh, several states. He's either leading or tied in the places, uh, in several places where Hillary Clinton won, like I said, like Nevada uh, or, or Minnesota. He's tied in uh, with Joe Biden recording latest travel guard polls. Michigan, he's taking the lead, uh, uh, just under a percent lead in Michigan as of earlier today. Uh, so if President Trump, uh, uh, if you look at the Electoral College, right, I break it down into four tiers. Tier one, I include red states. That's 191 electoral votes. That's uh, That includes Georgia, Arizona, Texas. President Trump seems to have all three under control. Arizona was the last one to come back around, uh, though uh, the president's up in the uh, latest ABC Washington Post poll there. Tier two, uh, uh, I would put Ohio and Iowa. President Trump's in the uh, driver's seat in both of those states. That's 24 more. You put those two together with the 191 in the electoral votes uh, in the tier one, you're at uh, 215 electoral votes. Tier three, Florida, North Carolina. Uh, North Carolina's 15, Florida's 29. That You put those together with tiers one and two, you're at 259 electoral votes. You need 270 to win. So what puts you over the top? Pennsylvania's 20, Michigan 16, or any combination of Maine second district, Minnesota, Wisconsin, uh, Colorado, Colorado, Nevada. Uh, the, the president has tons of pathways to re-election here. So this whole uh, uh, discussion that the established media is putting out there uh, about, oh, peaceful transition of power. Well, that's only if he loses. Right. What well, happens when he wins? Well, right? absolutely. So, uh, well, here's my question for you, though, because three of the states you mentioned, Michigan and Pennsylvania and Florida, there's already attempts. See, what they're trying to do is back Trump into the corner, make him defend himself, that he will accept. They want him to go, oh, yes, oh, get defensive and go, OK, yeah, I will accept the, the results uh, of this election. And then through Mike Bloomberg buying felons votes in Florida um, by Pennsylvania judge allowing mail-in ballots to be counted after the facts same thing in Michigan, then they can steal it. And the fact that Trump votes are found in the trash in Pennsylvania today, right? right. Like, so U.S. attorneys investigating. Right. And so that's the concern. And so I think Trump. So I, I like how Kaylee McEnany came out and said President Trump will accept the results of a free and fair election. And but I, I know that he's prepared to battle. Rick Scott is trending on Twitter because he's introducing some legislation in Florida that would give them only 24 hours um, for mail in ballots to be counted. And and he's got some verification standards in there uh, to establish uniform standards um, that would uh, prevent fraud. I don't like any kind of mail-in ballots, but at least this would put some safeguards in, which is why he's trending and he needs a bodyguard because they're coming after him tonight. Um, they know that they know that that Trump's going to take Florida unless they can come up with a way to steal it. 
Well, look, uh, there's a reason why Mike Bloomberg is going and paying off all the legal bills for all these uh, criminals so they can go vote. Because, you know, I mean, look, look at the streets out there across the country. You know, mm-hmm. the Democrats are the ones that are, uh, you know, leading all these riots. And so, you know, criminals stick together. Right. Like, so, I mean, <laughs> yeah. they're, you know, like, I mean, the rioters that are shooting police officers, and, you know, yeah. I think it's safe to say they aren't voting for President Trump. Um, and uh, the same goes for the criminals down in Florida. So, again, I think this is a sign to the average American out there. Anybody that's on the fence between a Democrat and a Republican, uh, look who is keeping company with whom. Uh, you know, the criminals all seem to be siding with the Democrats, right? That mm-hmm. Mike Bloomberg's going down there and paying off people's legal bills to hope that they'll vote for Joe Biden and the Democrats. Uh, then you've got rioters and looters out in the streets, and Kamala Harris is cheering them on. Uh, and, and again, police officers are getting shot in places like Louisville. Last night, there were two officers shot. Yeah. Um, and whereas President Trump's endorsed by police unions. He stands with American workers, right? I mean, I think the choice is so clear for everybody right. out there. And I think that all of these things provide flash, uh, you know, flashbang moments, right? Like mm-hmm. where people are uh, forced to see the facts, right? Like, the, you know, those of us who work in politics, like you and I, Andrea, we're following this stuff on a regular basis. Regular folks out there, maybe not, right? Like, right. so they might, you know, uh, believe some of the media hype. Look, the, but when a riot comes to their neighborhood and, you know, somebody mm-hmm. loots their store or burns their business down or something, you know, maybe they start paying attention. And that's, you know, these are awakening moments for the American public. And I think you're starting to see that in the polls. Well, and I think they they were paying attention when they see President Trump come out and talk about executive orders today uh, for health care in his America first health care policy. I thought that was I thought that was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that was a really historic speech that he gave in North Carolina on his way down to Florida this evening, where he laid out how, again, if you want to have your pre-existing conditions covered under health care, uh, with your health care, you never want to see that go away. You need to vote for President Trump and the Republicans. The Democrats are lying to you about your health care. They are not telling you the truth about this. Uh, and it is particularly important that uh, Americans uh, understand that it's President Trump and the Republicans that want to protect your health care. They are the ones that want to stick up for you. And the Democrats are lying about this. Same and, thing with- and President Trump is laying it out right. exactly how he's going to do it. They're also lying uh, to the voters about uh, so- protecting Social Security, protecting anything economically. They're lying to you that you're ever going to be able to open up your business again fully without the, without the jackboot of tyranny, as well as all the other restrictions that they got placed on us uh, with with coronavirus. If Joe Biden gets in, in office, there will be federal uh, regulations, whether it's constitutional or not, to keep us to keep us under their thumb with masks and all the other requirements. And um, we're pretty much done at that point. And we are done with our time with you, Matt Boyle from Breitbart. I thank you for being here. Y'all need to go to Breitbart News. That's where you need to, to, to get your actual news. Don't rely on that fake news media out there. And I thank you, Matt Boyle, for being here. Yep, thanks for having me. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. Guess I never thought that I would see a time in my country to where not only do we have a deep state launching coup attempts, but where singing a Christian hymn gets you arrested. DJ Potato Skins and I are going to talk about it when we come back. Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Glad to have you guys with me. Um, there was a video that's gone viral. Everybody's talking about today is a young woman in Ohio sitting by herself in some stands watching, I guess, a soccer, her kid play soccer or something when some, they, they come up without a warning and proceed to try to arrest her. And they do when she resists, she gets tasered. Now I'm somebody that says, Hey, don't resist arrest. Because if you resist arrest, then, you know, the cops can handle you in whatever they think is appropriate. Right. But, however, um, you know, <laughs> this is why I said from the beginning that I don't like these mask mandates and these six-foot distancings because they're nothing but mind control devices. There was never any any evidence, anecdotal or otherwise, that masks did anything to work. And yet we have citizens of the United States being arrested for for not wearing a facial covering. We are officially Afghanistan and we've got the Taliban or Tehran where we've got the morality police going around and arresting women for not wearing facial coverings. You tell me what's the difference. Potato skins. Oh, I didn't know you were asking me directly. No, there is, there is no difference. It's, you know, especially when you just do it's not hard research and you look at the virus, the coronavirus, is smaller than any of these masks that are made. Do they help minimally? Yes. And if you're maybe elderly and you want to wear one and it makes you feel comfortable, uh, then, then, you know, that's fine. Uh, But it's enforcement of science that is not backed up and it it drives me crazy. This woman was sitting by by herself outside, outside without a mask on. This is insane that she was arrested. You look at that, if you saw that that uh, question and answer, that back and forth with Rand Paul and Fauci yesterday, you can see what a little Napoleon drunk on power he is. How dare he speak to an elected official? Fauci was not elected by anybody. He's no different than Colonel Chow Thief, the way he acted yesterday, according to, uh, to, towards Rand Paul. When Rand Paul was asking reasonable questions, and Rand Paul is not just an elected official who's a conservative, libertarian actually, who understands why we need to have limited government and is concerned about the overreach from government in all areas of our lives, particularly this one. He's also a doctor, right? So, you know, um, Rand Paul had every right to be questioning Dr. Fauci. And one of the things he said to Fauci is, look, you know, we, instead of citizens simply acquiescing to authoritarian mandates, the nanny state should be able to better be able to prove up front their hypothesis for it. And you know what? They never have. Not once. This woman is being arrested for not wearing a mask when we were told by the Surgeon General and by Fauci not to wear masks. They don't work. That's what they said. That's what they said. He has been wrong about everything. Back when this whole thing started, he told Trump that he didn't he didn't support the travel ban. He said, go take a cruise. He said you didn't need to wear a mask. Then all of a sudden, he goes into to, in, into the White House. This guy's Colonel Chow Thief, Colonel Vinman, and Burke says Fiona Hill. And they're nothing but a couple of deep state power mad. Um, I, I can't think of another word without without going, you know, rated R on it. Uh, unelected bureaucrats. Who want to control and, and have control under the on the phony label of scientists, which they're not. They went in using phony models and told President Trump that if we didn't do something we've never done in this country before, shut down our economy, destroy lives. Forty what? Forty million people out of work? Yeah, Dev- how close are we with those numbers? Yeah, they were way off. Way off. And then, and then, because they were way off, they've had to they had to pay hop, hospitals, compensate hospitals to, to to label deaths as coronavirus when they weren't. They give guidelines 
Fauci saying, oh, well, New York made some mistakes. Um, you know, mistakes? No, a mistake was when I tried that Morticia Adams black hair color that I went with in college. That was a mistake. It's not a mistake for somebody, for a governor or the CDC to, to tell a governor that, that citizens can't go to a nursing home because they might spread COVID. But you're going to take six seniors out of hospitals with coronavirus and put them in nursing homes. It's not a mistake. It's not a mistake. To label things that are not coronavirus as coronavirus deaths. Death with coronavirus when you die in a motorcycle accident and you test positive coronavirus when you never had a sniffle is not death from coronavirus. But let's pretend that there actually was 200,000 people that have died in the United States from, from coronavirus. That's a heck of a lot less than 2 million. Here's the bottom line. Oh, and by the way, Fauci was caught in a lie because he says they get into this discussion with herd immunity, Fauci and Rand Paul do. And, you know, Fauci proceeds to try to, you know, in his, uh, you know, pandering, you know, condescending, uh, obnoxious way, try to educate Rand Paul on herd immunity, except he contradicted himself. He tells Rand Paul that Rand Paul's wrong, that having a cold in the past of some form of coronavirus does not give you any immunity towards this current strain of coronavirus. But just in August, he said it did. Oh, here's the good news. Having a cold in the past, we got this thing called an immune system. Yeah. He loves to impress, right? We got this thing called an immune system. And if you, and if you've had a cold before, you know, it helps, it helps you in fighting off the coronavirus now. In fact, that's one of the reasons why these vaccines are being fast tracked. They're able to fast track it because you know what? They got a jump start on it because this is just another version of, of a virus that's been around for a long time. The coronavirus. Oh, and so, if you think they're, they're doing mandating and all that stuff with masks now, I mean, I'll be quite honest. Stuff with the vaccine scares me to death. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. And he shifted the goalpost. He said there can't be a new normal until we first it was until we get a vaccine. And now it's until at least 40 percent of Americans are vaccinated and you will be for and he's said that Fauci. Yes. And he's behind forced vaccinations. You're not going to be able to travel or you think about if you can't sit in a grandstand outdoors by yourself without a mask, you think they're going to let you travel without a vaccination? You think they're going to allow your kids to go to school? You're going to be allowed to, you know, you're going to have to carry a vaccination card. Don't tell me you're not. And this is where I would love to see President Trump stand up for anybody that has these views and say, you know what? We want nothing to do with you. Yeah, absolutely. This is why he brought in Atlas, but it was a little late. Um, So then so you so on then on top of seeing this woman arrested. And by the way, somebody pointed out something really good on my Facebook page. The issue isn't even as much the cops that are going along and enforcing these unconstitutional laws. How about the people in the stands that sat back and did nothing? These mind these these mind control devices and the way that they have implanted fear and stoked fear in the minds of Americans. All was about getting conditioning us to be submissive. And it's worked. Who came to the rescue of the Christians that were arrested in Idaho for singing potato skin? Yeah, you and I watched that together. That was disgusting. Huge group of people, and they arrested very few of them because they can't arrest all of them. And they weren't even projecting very loudly more than you and I are talking right now. Right. I haven't seen anybody. I've seen video after video after video of obnoxious, disgusting, foul Behavior on the part of Black Lives Matter, rioters, savages, disgusting, filth of humanity, human waste, getting in the faces of cop after cop after cop, up in their face, screaming and yelling obscenities at them. And I haven't and seen that's one allowed. person. And that's allowed. But you can't sing a Christian hymn. Do you really still think that this is about a virus? No, it's not. It's about control. 
and we need to be standing up against it. Let me tell you, I see I stood up to some cops back when the beaches were still considered illegal down down at Pacific Beach because I could stand in front of the seawall, but I couldn't sit on it. I told some little Barney Fife wannabe. I told him what I uh, what I thought of him. I kept it clean. I kept it. I kept it off G, but I told him I told him what you know, and, and because I, do I back the blue? Um, not when not when they're not when they're um, upholding unconstitutional laws. Because I don't judge an entire force. I look at it. I look at the individual, regardless of the industry that they're in. And that individual down there is telling me that I could stand in front of that wall, but I couldn't sit my hiney on the wall. That's just so stupid. I can't even wrap my head around it. So yeah, I told him what I thought about what I thought about that. We're going to take a break. We come back. We've got more to talk about. So don't go away. Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Fauci is a small man, so he's going to wear one of those uh, tiny helmets they serve ice cream in. <laughs> Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Um, you know, I don't know if this is really going to qualify as nominee for Hero of the Week, but Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal made some comments, got them into some hot water regarding this Breonna Taylor uh, case in which uh, the it was not the attorney general. It was the grand jury who came back yesterday and only one of the, the police officers was charged and not with murder because in this country, uh, we don't try to come up. We don't try to craft criminal statutes after the fact in order to appease the pain of a family. You know, sometimes bad things happen to good people. And, you know, that's that's just the way life happens sometimes. And um, and in this case, it, it, whether or not she's a good person at, at, at this point is beginning to be questioned, given her associations. Uh, that being said, uh, you know, I think that it's it, it, it was an accident what happened. Um, if there's anybody, people are starting to say what nobody was allowed to say initially. If anybody's responsible for her death, it's the boyfriends. They knocked. He shot at them. They shot back. And this had nothing at all to do with their skin color. Nothing at all to do with their skin color. So Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal, here was uh, the comments that they made. Uh, Barkley said, I don't think this one was like George Floyd or Ahmaud Arbery and things like that. He says, I feel sad the young lady lost her life. I think this was one, you know, the no-knock ward is something we need to get rid of across the board. But they knocked. See, again, the the, the lie of no-knock here in this case is as bad as the hands-up-don't-shoot lie. He goes on to say, but I'm worried to lump all these situations in together. Absolutely. That's not justice. That People are angry today at the attorney general because he was supposed to, according to some people in the media, review this case uh, um, among the the moment as, as it fits into the moment that we've got in this country. In other words, look at it through the lens of systemic racism and paint what ha- look at it through that lens first. No, what he did was he looked at the evidence and there was no evidence whatsoever that the police that this had anything at all to do with her skin color. They're the, they're wanting to make it seem the left is wanting to make it seem as though these cops went there for the purpose of killing a black woman. That's ridiculous. Shaquille O'Neal went on to say, "I have to agree with Charles. This one is sort of lumped in. You have to get a warrant signed, and some states do allow no knock warrants. And everyone was asking for murder charges. When you talk about murder, you have to show intent. A homicide occurred, and we're sorry a homicide occurred. When you have a warrant signed by the judge, you were doing your job, and I would imagine that you were fired back." Yeah, I'd fire back. Yeah, you're a cop. You're going to fire back. One dude shot wildly, and you know what? He's facing charges for that. That's what happened here. 
This is not the same thing as George Floyd. So, um, yeah, I don't know what they what they expect of, of police. It's like, you know, they put their lives on the line. And if, if they're putting themselves in harm's way, there's no reason they're just going to sit back and take it. I'm sorry. Well, and in the words of the great Donald Rumsfeld, people who put themselves in harm's way, put themselves in harm's way. Who put herself in harm's way with her house supposedly being used as a drug deal drop off point? Um, this dude she's saying was reportedly a drug dealer. Um, I'm reading text messages that at some point a, a dude was found dead in a rental car of hers. I mean, this is a woman who made, you know, who made choices that put herself in this, in this situation with her associations. And there's been times in my life where I made dumb decisions and put myself in, in, in a dangerous place. Now, if somebody had come and shot me or done something bad to me, they would have been responsible for that. But I try to take responsibility for myself and make as good of choices as I can. Because, because, uh, you know, that, uh, because choices that I make have an impact on whether or not I, I, I do as much as I can to keep myself safe. Like you and I talk about, it's like the innocent people, uh, and I use that word loosely, sticking around past the protest into the violent stage of some of these gatherings and saying, well, the police shot at me. Well, yeah, because you were there, and I'm sorry, you're putting yourself in harm's way. You should have left. Absolutely. The woman who got shot with a rubber bullet here in San Diego, and now she's suing the police. Well, you know what? You put yourself in that position to be there among rioters. Get off the streets. You know you're there among rioters. It's like Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse. Um, yes, he shot in self-defense. I'm glad he's got Lynn Wood. But I wish he had not chosen as, as a 17-year-old to be out on the streets in the middle of the riots. It was a choice that he made to put himself there. And I think it was a bad choice. That doesn't change what happened in the moment and that he was shooting in self-defense. But I guarantee you his parents and his family wish he had made a choice to stay at home that night. And, and, and you know, and I retweeted a, 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 a African-American man yesterday who said, if my daughter was dating a drug dealer, had associated with drug dealers... And was it and and her boyfriend that she chose to date shot at cops and in and in doing so got my daughter shot. It wouldn't be the cops I'd be angry at today. We have a community of people that are have been told now for decades that they don't have to bear any responsibility for their choices or their actions. That they're victims of an evil, awful America, and any bad circumstance that they have is not of their fault or of their doing. They're, this is what happens when you when you create a culture of dependency. That they're not that they don't have any any opportunity. They can't um, they don't have any opportunity to be successful on their own and nothing, nothing bad. That's nothing to do with their circumstances, good or bad, are either their fault or or have anything to do with their ability or their efforts in life. And one of the reasons why I think the primary reason why people were so angry at this Cameron yesterday as one person on MSNBC said, he's skin folk, but he's not kin folk, is because he 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 blows apart their entire narrative. Because this Black Lives Matter movement doesn't have anything to do with Breonna Taylor or George Floyd. This has to do with power. It has to do with using those deaths as, as a way to divide and destroy this country. They hate Daniel, Daniel Cameron because he's proven that a black man can be successful in this country without Black Lives Matter, without the Democrat Party, and without Marxism. He's a threat to everything that they're about. We're going to be back tomorrow night. It's Friday fun day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So y'all come on back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Glad to have you back, Skins. Come on.